This show is about growing your business. Breaking the CMO-CFO language barrier, a study from Empathy Inc. in my conversation with their president, Mo Desjanian. Brand Tips, a show about growing your business. Here is your host, Peter Rodriguez. This show is about growing your business, about helping you succeed as a business leader, as a brand manager, as an entrepreneur. It is a collection of insights and experiences that I call brand tips, knowledge for brand management. And they're based on insight and experiences in real life, in real business situations. Hello, I am Peter Rodriguez, a charter marketer and CMO of Brand Igniter Inc. Today, Brand Tips is proud to welcome Mo Desjanian, president of Empathy Inc., a media consulting group engineer for the C-suite. Mo's extensive experience includes roles as senior advisor in marketing and media buying. He is an active contributor to the marketing community as lead curriculum developer and instructor for the Charter Marketing Program of the Canadian Marketing Association, and as a professor at the School of Business in Centennial College. He recently completed a study named Breaking the CMO-CFO Language Barrier. So, when it comes to marketing and advertising, we always talk about creativity and efficiency. However, finances are rarely spoken about. What is the first step to this discussion and conversation for marketers within and outside the organization? So how much money should we spend on this thing that we call marketing to do these things that we need to achieve, right? And throughout my career, I've always seen a push and pull on how these budgets are determined, the different way, and there's different theories and philosophies around that. What I found really interesting is out of the entire cycle of a marketer's activity throughout the year, this budgeting exercise gets them really close to the finance people. And it's a bit of an odd dynamic sometimes because what happens is you get a budget approved and set and etc. And they really only see each other sort of once or twice a year or once or twice a quarter. And those are the only two conversations that are happening. So I wanted to get sort of to the bottom of what does that look like? Why does that happen? Is it different ways? What are best practices? What are biggest challenges? So we started to dig a little bit deeper in that. And one of the biggest things that we found out is it all starts with the same language. So we found out through asking these CFOs and CMOs how they determine budgets, that the most important thing for them is to speak the same language. That is a very big insight. Now, in this time, budgets are being cut drastically. Well, it really is. Marketing is an, uh, an expense line item, if you want to call it that. And yes, we know we want it to be an investment and it is an investment, but it's oftentimes on the books. It's just seen as an expense. So what happened interestingly with our study is we started this well before the COVID situation and the pandemic happened. So, but then we were about ready to go into market with our questionnaire to all of our chief marketing officers and to all of our chief finance officers. And then we, that day, I remember I called Leger and David Schultz there and said, Dave, we got to stop this for a second. None of the things that we're going to talk about right now aren't going to matter at all because everything has changed. Everybody's panicked. Uh, so we took a week or two, we took a breath and we redesigned some of the questions and we went back into market 
with questions that were actually relevant. So we kind of locked out on, on our timing a little bit there. And so we asked a bunch of questions around, so this is all your process around setting budgets in a normal time. But what if times are not normal? What happens then? And that was really illuminating for us because one of the things we found out is when we talk to finance, the CFO, or the chief financial officer, the person who controls signs the checks, basically, they're super concerned about keeping the business alive. They're looking at bank accounts and cash management and saying, how much money do we have to spend today? But where can we turn down on the burn rate? So that's a that's a big concern of them, naturally so. It's like a... Uh, it's like a heart attack patient and the CFO is the guy with the different defibs, right? By contrast, we asked the same thing to marketers and they're concerned more about profitability in expense, right? So they're talking about oh, cutting costs. Are we profitable still or not? Funny thing is the CFO doesn't actually care if you're profitable. The CFO just wants to make sure you're not burning through your, your backup cash, right? Your, your safety net because that's the most important thing. Also, of course, the, the marketers are concerned about, well, what does our brand look like, and et cetera. They, just, they, need to, they need to keep this organization alive, like week over week, month over month, because revenues are down, some expenses are uh, fixed, and they just can't move on them, such as like operating expenses, rents, and such, such right? And then there's stuff that they can cut. Marketing just seems to be the most variable of all those expenses. Sometimes a conversation can be as easy as getting better payment terms on your marketing activities to protect your cash flow, but still maintain market presence, right? And there's other considerations, of course, but in general, it's not about do we spend the money? It's about where do we get the money to spend? And so it was very illuminating to us to see that that conversation wasn't necessarily happening happening because in the absence of that conversation like, okay let's just cut the cost then right and let's amputate and yes you know it's not always that it doesn't have to be that well you know i think that this is a very clear way to understand that because as i hear you talk about the process how this goes without a framework of communication the easiest thing is to just cut things amputate as you say and then move on to the next thing Whereas that leaves money on the table. What is the purpose of branding and marketing? Yeah, so there's, there is a paper I came across. It was done around 2008 out, out of the States. And it had a very interesting proposition. I'm starting to more and more subscribe to that thinking that the sole purpose of branding and marketing is to operate, uh, is to improve your cash position. It's not to drive revenue or profits or create shareholder value or any of that. It's just basically got to improve cash position. And I'm starting to subscribe to that. So think about it. For example, if you have a brand, <clears throat> what does a brand do? Yes, a brand is a promise to deliver and an expectation to deliver. That's so far the most succinct definition of a brand that I've heard. Mm -hmm. But what, what it also does, it allows you to do a few things. First of all, it decouples your revenue from immediate marketing activities. The second thing that it does, it allows you to have pricing power in the market. Once you have pricing power, then once again, your 
broadening that gap of cash, right? Between what you spent to get the new customer and what you make from that customer. And it's very important that it's cash flow and not profits because profits are an entirely different business. It may not, marketing may not at all improve profitability, uh, but it will improve cash flow. So I should think about that as a key lever for what I do. Exactly. Instead of the enemy. Instead of, exactly. <laughs> instead of a of a cost center that is only aligning my PL. Mm -hmm. And if you have an improved cash flow, then then all of a sudden that opens up your bandwidth to do a lot of other business activity. What we're sort of advocating or talking about is moving marketing from a line item on the PL to a line item on the balance sheet. Mm -hmm. Right? It really affects your balance sheet more than it it affects your your in sort of income and PL statements, right? It, it it builds assets on the balance sheet, it builds cash, it builds brands, goodwill, all of those things. So it's really is a driver to that. It's an invest that and that's how it is an investment. So how are you expanding this uh, awareness about the study and the insights that you found? So We've partnered with an organization called a global organization called the CFO Center. We'll have a segment there where marketers can basically openly ask Mr. Swalwood of, of uh, all the questions they want to ask mm -hmm. about uh, about finance and marketing. So, yeah, our efforts are as much as they're focused to tap into the marketing community. And um, there's sort of an other side of that coin where we're really focused on increasing the knowledge in the finance community too together with the CFO Center. Be, so one of the biggest things, and this is a little bit counterintuitive, is everybody in marketing has agreed that the one skill set that we need, it's not you know, digital marketing or performance marketing or media buying, like none of that. Well, the one thing that we need to get through all of this is people who can draw insights from all of the various data points that we have in an organization. Some of it is outside, some of it is inside the organization. At the end of the day, the people who can make sense of what did we do in the past, what worked, and what do we need to do next, and what does the market want us to do? Those people are the most valued in a time of crisis. And yes, they're not roles that typically drive revenue right? They're not sales roles and things like that, but they're becoming everybody across the board agrees that they're the most important people. It is not spending more or less, doing more digital or less of that. Like no, all of those things are questions number 12 or number six. The first question is, what does it all mean? And mm -hmm. what do we need to get that? In order to do that, we need people who can interpret data who can interpret market pulse, who can interpret financial data, who can interpret, and you can then go to, to the boardroom and just tell to the CFO, this is what it means for you, to the CEO, this is what it means for you, to the CEO, this is what it means for you, and and kind of bring all of those worlds together. Mm -hmm. um, so like, you've heard these these uh, ratios, like, oh, you need to spend three to five or to 10 to 15% of your revenue on marketing, right? Uh, or we, we go, conversely, we go back and say, well, you just spent three to five or 10% of your projected sales. Right, we're always thinking about how much money do we have or how much money do we need or are going to have in order to do that. So we've done work, for example, with some brands where they came to us and said, 
we want to change the perception in the marketplace. We know this is going to take us a year plus. We need to understand what do we need to spend in the market to change that perception. So there's quite a bit of research and work and insight that goes into that. Mm-hmm. And then we can div- we've helped the CFO and the board of directors basically sign off on a three-year marketing roadmap and a budget roadmap. That doesn't mean that you're signing the whole thing right now. It just means sign on right now for this quarter next, do a dipstick and on and on and on. And so we've helped sort of marketers work with their counterparts on finance and the board of directors to figure all of that out. Mm -hmm. And that's been tremendously successful, right? Because it's not just a, you know, how many do that to just sell this quarter. It's a, what are we looking at in the next three years? And well, how much money do we need in the market to get there? Right. Now let's figure out how we actually get access to that money. The now can you you talk about the five keys to an effective dialogue mm-hmm. uh, on budgets. So that's a really funny one to me because we are often kind of talk about you know ROI return on return on this and it's always return on investment return on marketing and we always focus on what that last letter is but i think we need to kind of circle back and go well what's that r right and i think marketing finance need to have that conversation a lot earlier than and uh, than they currently do this comes way before the whole budget discussion second one is not to throw too many acronyms here but we need to understand do we have enough information to to measure performance it's a staggering number of cfos just about a six out of ten of them just don't think they have or just they're sure that they don't have enough information to know whether marketing has been successful or not and conversely uh, most cmos think that they do and so there's a gap here so we need to fill that right the next big uh, key is uh, figuring out what the short term and the long term look like look like like the reality is like business works in quarters and annual cycles people's measurement of how well you're doing people's job security and and market performance shareholder value all of those things depend on quarterly and annual performances but we also need to think about 3 plus years 5 plus years that doesn't mean that one is good or the other one is bad so again we talk we talk briefly about sort of cash flow and profit it's if we don't have cash in the market in the bank to spend on marketing what are we doing we, of course it's better to have a plan before a crisis than trying to have a plan while the crisis is happening like making sense of all the numbers and someone who can make sense of all of it or a team that's the crux of that's all of it so it's ROIs KPIs short term long term crisis communication and and insights resources those are sort of the big five takeaways from how marketing and finance can work better together now some most of the times we plan and things happen and then we have to have a contingency plan oh, you yeah. talk about a contingency plan in the study tell us how do we as marketers and finance people how do we most effectively do this I just don't think we we do enough of that, right? Just having a scenario A, B, C, and D when it comes to building plans, marketing plans. And I think COVID has shown that we have a greater need for that, right? It's not just here's, you know, here's a plan for the year, but it's, it's got to be at least at the minimum. Here's a plan for the year, and then here's a plan for the year if COVID happens. 
again, right? That's I think that's sort of we don't do enough of that. We just kind of do a plan and stick to it, and then and then try to backtrack on it when things don't go our way. Right? Well, that didn't work as bad because that's not right. Now tell us how Empathy Inc., your company, is part of the solution. How does it build the bridge between CMOs and CFOs? Yeah, we're we're interestingly positioned to do that. In that, so at our, at our core, we're a media agency. So we really only manage the the media side of the business. One of the things we found out, the reason we're doing these types of studies is media oftentimes, it doesn't have to be, and it's not always, but oftentimes media is the largest bucket of financial commitment out of a marketing budget. We help organizations figure out this media, big media question. Once you figure that out, everything else is by comparison, a smaller percentage. So that's kind of how we've come about asking those questions because mm -hmm. once you figure out how much money you need for paid media then all of a sudden the budget setting becomes a lot easier exercise because you've figured out the biggest chunk of that pie oftentimes mm -hmm. so it sounds like the marketing world needs more of empathy it absolutely empathy does ink in 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 this new study these new insights about how to better communicate between CMOs and CFOs could make a big difference in this time of crisis and in this time of recovery so go to our website empathyinc.ca and you can also send me an email mo mo at empathyinc.ca for a copy of the study or if you have any questions about it and there's a link to download it on our website as well we want to thank you mo desjanian president of empathy inc a media consulting group engineered for the c-suite for giving us your insight for sharing what you have found in this breakthrough study and uh we would love to have you again on brand tips to share your points of view and your insight in the near future and this was our show for today I want to thank you for giving us your time, your attention, and I hope that the brand tips, knowledge for brand management that we have discussed today are helpful, valuable to you as you grow your business and your career. Please keep your comments coming. I answer each and every one of them, and I thank you for the insight that you share with me and the feedback. So stay connected. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, or you can subscribe to the newsletter, the podcast, and the videos on YouTube. I want to make sure that you receive value for the time and attention you give us. Thank you again, and I will see you next time. This is Brand Tips, a show about growing your business, produced for you by Brand Igniter Incorporated. Become a smarter marketer. Build your brand management skill. Our mentoring and consulting programs help ignite your business growth. Start your individual or corporate plan at brandigniter.ca.